Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, we're waiting on the Mike McDaniel Monday press conference, and we do think it's going to start soon because we can usually tell on their video feed if they're delaying it or if it's going on time. And since the players have the day off today, uh, I would imagine it's going to start, and it looks like it is about to start, so let's take a listen in. I, I forgot my pumpkin spice jacket. I don't know the colors that well. I don't know the colors that well, so. You buy that? I don't buy that. I, 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 buy, I buy that as much as I buy no injury-related questions from Barry. Well, that never would happen. But, <laughs> A, I'll call you one of the colors. Congrats for, for us being here with you on January uh, the 9th. And uh, as far as Tua goes, has he reached the point yet where he can do non-contact practice stuff, such as throwing? Has he been cleared for that level yet? So, um, has not been cleared for that level yet. I'm hoping to, with uh, all three active roster quarterbacks, um, they all ha- have injury-related um, concerns. I'm hoping to have some clarity um, on Wednesday. Um, but as of right now, it's literally the same, if not more vague, than when I just saw you guys last. Saw most of you guys last. And then one, one more thing on two, even though obviously we don't have clarity yeah. on whether he's right. protocol. Uh, is he even at the level... <laughs> And this is this is stage three protocol, but is he even at the level where he can do aerobic exercises? Um, I, I don't know exactly what goes on. I do know there's um, uh, I've seen him post uh, post uh, whatever that time's called, and he's sweating. I know there there's so um, two and two together. I try not to. I try to stay in my level of ex- expertise because again, the primary concern. Um, is that we lean on medical professionals for this, uh, these medical opinions, and I don't want to influence by over-asking or trying to micromanage what, what the process is when he's ready to, when, when he's medically cleared to practice. He'll practice until then. I'm not doing anything. That's right. <laughs> huh? so, um, today was a high-five level of a... You know, just just uh, no. He he was good spirits through the weekend, um, and there was uh, no setbacks or concerns with regards to today. But um, he's uh, he was feeling good, and um, we'll see what tomorrow brings. Like you mentioned, 
talking about clarity on Wednesday. You mentioned all quarterbacks. So do they all fall into the category of clarity on Wednesday? And what are the injuries? Obviously, it, we know Teddy. It's just because we're just we're just getting, um, you know, uh, had some bumps and bruises with Skyler as well. Um, you saw him. Um, I'm sure you caught uh, him try to pull out of a tackle, and um, you know he was just a little a little banged up from the game. And then seeing, uh, you know, I thought Teddy was um, good enough to get us out of the game, which was the whole goal, which was to his credit. He really worked um, really day and night endlessly to, to be in a position where he could um, play for us if, if something happened to Skyler. Um, so you, you kind of have to see the residuals of that um, and see where he's at before making sound judgment on Wednesday. So I don't, really don't know. Um, uh, I'll, I'll be preparing for, um, you know, everybody that we have. I, I don't have any clarity. Won't hoping to have um, better clarity on Wednesday. Yeah, in fact, last Monday you told us you were going to do game plans, even Frank, for either Teddy or for Skyler. Do you guys tomorrow prepare game plans for those two and two or all three? But I didn't even know you listened to me. I listened to you at least ninety-eight, at least fifty-seven. Um, you know, yeah, that I I think that's the you know um, you're playing a a division opponent who you're pretty familiar with who you just played um, a couple weeks ago um, that gives you a little liberty to have um, some variance in your plan for each particular co- quarterback and then um, when you get concrete clarity um, you have one direction. Um, for your entire team to kind of go by, and that's what you stick with. Mike, well, oh, sorry. When um, I'm sure you saw that Demar Hamlin was re- released from mm-hmm. the, discharged from the hospital, heading back to Buffalo. Buffalo, we're going to talk all week about you know the atmosphere going mm-hmm. into Buffalo in a playoff situation, but that team obviously is playing for something so much bigger than mm-hmm. you know football. Is that going to be kind of on your minds this week as you prepare going into that environment, and and what kind of this aspect adds to it? Well, the the two prongs, so the environment in general, um, is as exciting of a place to play that exists um, by itself. Just because, you know, I was speaking to a couple um, guys that, you know, this was a, uh, you know, it was a prime time game just a couple weeks ago, uh, and some guys that I have experience with in the playoffs, and uh, in the NFC, and how that environment in Buffalo. Uh, supersedes what you see in the in the NFC. It was just a really cool place. You can tell the football fans love the game for the right reasons and are 100% loyal and let you know um, how much they dislike you, which I kind of like. I appreciate um, coming from a fan's perspective. Now, on top of that, um, you know, I, I think that is something uh, where it's uncharted, but I, I, I feel very, very confident that our whole team will be um, cheering uh, um, for DeMar the same like he was a Miami Dolphin. You know, that's a, that's a shared experience um, that you really, you know, anytime there's, there's very few moments, really, realistically, that you can say, yeah, remember where I was when. And when you go through that, and then you don't, you don't know the outcome, and then you feel like, um, you know, you just get so invested, and the, you, 
the miraculous recovery and all the people that it takes uh, for that to even occur. Um, You know, I think we're all going to be very, I don't know, we'll feel feel very blessed to be a part of that celebration and uh, as much as anyone could possibly feel like we're cheering for a Miami Dolphin for sure. Mike, what can you tell us about Raheem Mostert? Uh, He will not be engaging in any competitive games of thumb war because he broke his thumb. So what what is that? That right now... um, it's a serious injury. It's it's hard to know uh, if he'll be able to um, play this week. Um, I never uh, put anything past Raheem Mostert. I've learned that over time. Um, but it is a it was a significant um, break of his thumb, and um, he'll be uh, addressing that this week. Will he need surgery? And as a secondary thing, I can't help but ask you. How do you have so many guys in your backfield with hand injuries at the same time? <laughs> um, well, you're either coaching it or you're allowing it to happen. Now, I think there's some extenuating circumstances in the game of football. Sometimes when it rains, it pours. Um, uh, I believe you can't really hold me to it, but I believe he'll be getting surgery. Um, but again, I've been. Uh, uh, I, I I know that. I believe a surgery was going to be today. Um, but uh, although they are both hand or thumb injuries, they are very different, um, Alex and, and Raheem. So they're, they're not exactly comparable. Um, and that, uh, if you want me to elaborate on that, you're, I'm just going to be a bumbling buffoon because there's a lot of scientific stuff that just went right over my head when I was debriefed. Was the only for your two tackles, Teron, uh, was missed last two games, and uh, Brandon Shell, who went out. I mean, it's just YOLO. That's that's what we're doing these days. We got injuries. Um, the one thing I will say is it's been really cool to see a team. You never want to see that for individuals. You don't want to see. Um, I mean, and there's a real thing when guys get hurt. It's not like, oops, I'm missing. I mean, they are. Like Armstead, every time he doesn't go, he went through a war to try to go. Um, and so I don't make light on the situation at all, but it has been pretty um, awesome to see at this juncture in the season how the team's mindset of next man up is about as real as I've ever been around. They are unflappable um, with regard to you know, who's available, just fully knowing that um, we have a lot of guys that can make plays, and when certain people go down, other people have to step up. That type of philosophy has really risen to uh, a a true level of belief because, um, you know, we haven't really had any options. We've gone through several stretches of the season, um, and our lineup has changed uh, in an aggressive way week by week. Um, I I don't know those statuses. Both of those guys have um, have exceeded expectations. Um, actually, this year with regard to their timelines, so um, they they will be um, more of that uh, late week fun. Uh, 
that I promise you guys, I, I would love to just give you concrete information. I would love it, um, but I don't know. Well, if you'd love to, then uh, with the receivers, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle both had an ankle injury. Uh, Tyreek was able to go back in the game, uh, Jalen. Uh, if the game were to go longer, can you have returned? Um, I, I, I think, I don't know. Um, he'll be treating it um, every day. He's one of the... Like I've told you before, he's one of the toughest guys. I'd be very surprised um, if he wasn't able to get himself in a, a position to be able to play Sunday. I'd be very surprised. Um, but he will be going into treatment and, and working through that as the week progresses for sure. Mike, most of your roster just hasn't played in a playoff game. What's the biggest difference between a regular season game and a postseason game? Um, well, I think, I, think we, I think the team gained a bunch of valuable experience with this uh, into the season stretch. A lot of the team hadn't been um, exposed to uh, significant primetime games. They, they had not only um, a lot of exposure, they had, they had um, uh, failed expectations, which is tough. And then the biggest thing is win or go home that you feel in the playoffs. And that's definitely what they felt like yesterday. They, they knew that was the case. So... Um, those are the biggest mountains that I was worried about. Outside of that, um, yet you know it's going to be important for me to uh, for those guys that haven't played in the playoff uh, playoff game to remind them of the most obvious thing in the world that is probably the thing that comes up the strongest, especially with young teams in playoffs, is that it's a football game. So you prepare for it um, to give your best effort but you don't have to do things outside of yourself for the outcome that you want to exist. So you, you have to make sure that guys don't press. Um, I, I, I would have been a lot more nervous had we not had a, um, a playing game um, just uh, last Sunday for at least a, a, a taste because it is different. What is the key, though, to getting the players to – stick to knowing that it's just a football game as opposed to trying to do too much? Um, It's a day-by-day process that starts with focusing on um, working on the game plan as it relates to your position on Wednesday and nothing else. It's like handling things day-by-day with a whole team. You just, you might, you you look at what is, you don't even worry about the game until Sunday. Every other day of prep is its own entity, and that's what you're focused on because when you're not focused on that, everything's an opportunity cost. So if you're starting to think about, oh, you know, what X, Y, or Z is going to be like on Sunday, you are not present in the moment thinking about how to um, really maximize uh, your ownership of your assignment, um, which you'll have to uh, display on Sunday anyway. So it's just that day-by-day process, moment-by-moment, um, being present and deliberate in your preparation so that you can play fast on a regular football Sunday that happens to be win or go home. Like you mentioned the mindset of your team a little earlier. Six weeks ago, this team was flying high. Things obviously change. Now it seems like outside of this building, no one gives this team a chance in Buffalo. How do you think that impacts the players? And what do you say to them about the expectations, where things have gone, and how the kind of the approach this game? Yeah, I think you learn that um, – it's cool when it's favorable. It's not as cool when it's not favorable. I think you learn that none of it matters. That that like you have control over the narrative, and it's generally um, retroactive, or it's 
the the narrative uh, can be controlled by your actions on the field and you just worry about your actions on the field. I think um, I would, again, be more worried uh, about either way had we not gone through the, the um, huge highs and lows. I think there is a positive in that, um, in, in that you uh, you really get to feel um, what it's like to possibly, I'm not saying anyone did, but like your guard is down when people are singing your praises and it gets old when people are telling you how bad you are. Um, both things are uh, very natural consequences of black and white results. It will always be that way. You'll be praised when you win and um, people will be critical when you lose when you lose why because people care so and you know what's even more maddening when you're winning or losing games is when you really care about something and can't control it so henceforth there's always going to be a reaction either way and I think that the more people live through that the better they can circumvent that and not make it any part of the equation um, when there's a job to do and they only have each other to rely on to do that job. Did you notice your team got back in the win column with the removal of the ping pong table from the locker room? No, I thought you were just going to hold. I thought you were going to stop the questions. Did you notice your team got in the back in the win, win column? Did I notice? Um, no, the. Uh, I really don't know what goes on in the locker room anymore. The the locker room is the players. I, I was ahead of my ear to the street, so to speak, a little more when I was kind of like trying to trying to navigate from, you know, their locker room procedures from the past. And, you know, they, they used to not have anything in there, so um, I wanted it to be their space, and so I had to get my hands dirty a little bit. Now I'm out of the loop, have no idea. Um, and I think I got uh, somebody mentioned something to me um, maybe the end of last week or – maybe yesterday I can't even remember it was like hey the ping pong table is gone I was like oh really where's the ping pong table that's what I want to know who stole the ping pong table was it a thievery are you on it Hal I'm all over alright right. well you let me know I don't know what happened to the uh, <laughs> special design that Tyreek was uh, promising there's a special design he was promising he said it was going to be not just a regular ping pong table but a dolphin ping pong table <laughs> Really? Yeah. He says we're now back at his place. Well, I mean, it sounds like he's trying to get people to come over. You guys want to go? Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not sure if we do. I don't know. Um, but was that the last question? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> the time flies when you're having fun, right? All right, guys. See you Wednesday. Thanks. So there you go, the Mike McDaniel Monday press conference. I would say the the biggest part of it is um, him saying that Tua has not even been cleared for non-contact throwing. So if you're at Monday and Tua's not even cleared for non-contact throwing, my guess is he's not going to be available on Sunday. Um, He left it out there that it's possible that Raheem Mostert, even with a broken thumb, which he called a serious injury, would be able to play on Sunday. So that would be good news. So obviously, we'll just keep on monitoring it throughout the week and see what happens 
and uh, we'll forge ahead and assume that it's either going to be Skylar Thompson or Teddy Bridgewater as the quarterback. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 